I am Tasha Pierce. This is After the Snap, virtual group therapy for everyone affected by Tony Stark's Snap. What's up, what's up, what's up, Snap Survivors? Hey, I just thought, let me jump in here. I've got two topics. I know I said I'm going to try to limit it to one, but how the hell can you do that when there is so much information coming out of the nerd sphere? So yes, I'm going to talk about two things today. Thing number one is that bonkers episode seven from the boys. How flippin' crazy was that? We got so much backstory on the various characters, uh, including Huey. And even though those backstories came in like little bitty sound bites here and there, what we learned about our characters is just exponential in the growth, the character development of each and every one of the boys, starting with Huey, when he pretty much said that he was tired of being a, a person who was on the sidelines. He watched his father kind of uh, dwindle into oblivion after the loss of his mother, and he did not want that to be him. Then you see Butcher, and we find out why Butcher has the edge that he has uh, after meeting his dad. And then we, we learned Again, so much about so many of the characters, to include little Ryan, who we saw basically turn against his mother because his father kind of outed her, the secret of him living on that compound. And now we have to wonder, is this where little Ryan turns heel? Or is this where uh, Ryan realizes that he is made from different stuff than Homelander? So, so much. So much was just thrown at us. But the thing I wanted to discuss the most, and of course, I know it's on everybody's mind who's watching the boys. The thing I want to discuss the most is the head popping. Because what the hell? <laughs> you you have a congressional hearing and it basically deteriorates into a flipping bloodbath because everyone in the room is pretty much... Uh, game. They're all in. There's head popping that went on with uh, soups to include Shockwave. The head popping of the assistant of the congresswoman. It's just so much head popping. But who the hell is doing it? Who the heck is out there popping heads like that? And there are a lot of people who believe that it could be Cindy. Cindy, who escaped from that uh, kind of in asylum for misfit soups, people think that, okay, because she made her escape, she's behind the head popping. But I believe that if Cindy were behind popping heads, she would have probably popped Stormfront. That would have probably been the first victim because she has a reason to have beef with Stormfront. So the fact that Stormfront and Homelander pretty much stood there looking bewildered at what was going on all around them, uh, it, it tells me that Cindy might not have been involved. So my big thought, my big reveal for this is that I believe that the church, and I can't remember the name of the church, but you know what church I'm talking about, the little Scientology spoof that they're doing in the boys, I believe they're behind the head popping. The fact that Shockwave got it and that the leader of that church, that cult, has said that, uh, hey, you guys are going to get back into the seven real soon. 
that kind of leads me to believe that Shockwave was targeted so that A-Train can make his triumphant return into the seven. Now, I'm also looking at the fact that it appears that A-Train is kind of pretending to be into this cult thing. I don't, I don't know what his angle is. Is it just that he wants them to help him get back into the seven? But he is not nearly as invested, indoctrinated as the deep. But I guess we'll see. We got one more episode and we will see exactly how that turns out. And then there's the black noir angle. You know that that's a character that I've been watching with very much a lot of interest because I believe that he is connected with the Vought CEO, uh, Mr. Edgar. And I don't think that there is any reason for me to change course on that. I do believe we will find out the Black Noir is very much connected to Mr. Edgar. But I'm still wondering right now is if we're going to find out this season. I thought that we would end the season with Black Noir since we began the season with him and uh, learn more about him throughout these uh, episodes. But it's looking like there's so much to tie up in the final episode of season two that I'm wondering if that reveal is going to come next season. Hopefully I'm wrong because I one thing I'm not good at is waiting. I hate waiting. Call me Jay-Z. <laughs> but uh, so you let me know your thoughts on the seventh episode of The Boys uh, the Amazon Prime series that is like really, really taking over the world right now. A lot of people uh, are very into the show and it is doing quite well, uh, even matching up to some of the better shows on Netflix. So uh, good stuff, good stuff for the boys. And my other topic that I wanted to discuss is the deal that is being rumored that MCU has inked with Ryan Reynolds, making him like super rich bitch <laughs> and signing him for multiple pictures. In my opinion, uh, the Deadpool character, while he is more of an adult type, maybe like you can even say the boys type character in the movies that we've seen so far, we know he has to turn that down just a little bit to be in the MCU. The MCU is more of a family-friendly brand, and uh, some of Ryan Reynolds' takes in Deadpool were not very family-friendly, and all that's okay. What I'm looking at is uh, the possibility that between his own movies that he will cameo in all of the movies across the MCU in sort of the same kind of way that we saw Stan Lee. So, Cameo Man may now be Ryan Reynolds. And if that's the case, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Now, if they're going to give him a bigger type uh, presence in future movies, I'm all good for that, too. Because Ryan Reynolds, of course, is a versatile actor. Um, he absolutely embodies and loves the character of Deadpool. It looks like we're going to see a whole hell of a lot more of Ryan Reynolds, and I'm all for that. Last but not least, and I know this is this is still on my second topic because it is falling under that 
MCU uh, umbrella. You guys hear that Jamie Foxx is coming back as Electro? And if you're listening to this podcast, I know you've heard that already. So what do we think is about to happen here? He's coming back as Electro. Coming back in the Spider-Man movie. Are we going to see the Spider-Verse? Are we going to see multiple incarnations of Spider-Man? The uh, villains that he has faced throughout the entire run of Spider-Man movies, whether we're talking about uh, the Raimi movies or the Andrew Garfield set and now the Tom Holland set. Are we going to see the Sinister Six and are we going to see it with, you know, your Electro, your Mysterio, your uh, Vulture? Are we going to see those characters make their way into the MCU? And if we are, then how? Well, it's an easy answer for how, because it looks like things are going to get pretty fucked up in the uh, WandaVision TV show where possibly these worlds will collide because Wanda is going off the deep end. Then we have the uh, what we're looking forward to in the Multiverse of Madness, the Doctor Strange movie, which may continue to build upon what happens in WandaVision. In fact, we, we have heard or we've learned in the past that those two shows that that movie and those that set of TV shows are going to fit together in the MCU. And then it it actually just opens up for pretty much anything to fall into the MCU or to crawl out of it. And by crawl out of it, I mean, we still have uh, Sony putting out movies based on the characters from the Spider-Man movies. So does this make it easier than to make those type of crossover moves by introducing this Spider-Verse? And do we actually get to see a live action Miles Morales? Will we actually get to see a live action Gwen Stacy? Uh, these are questions that can be answered and I'm very excited. And all of that comes from those two announcements that were made this week about Jamie Foxx re returning as Electro and about Ryan Reynolds signing this great big deal with the MCU, with Kevin Feige's kind of urging. He's urging this project along. So that's it. That's all for this week. I I, uh, I wanted to get in here and touch bases with you on, wow, the boys. I, I just hate that this season is only eight episodes long because I really, I, I think I could do with at least another five episodes, even though things get a little gross, a little creepy. Um, I enjoyed it, really enjoyed what we've gotten this season thus far. And I know that we will not be let down by this finale. And in the MCU, I'm always game to talk about the MCU. These were two big things that were announced. And, you know, there's a whiteboard in front of me with all of these uh, connecting. I look like I'm actually solving some type of huge crime or murder on my whiteboard. Uh seeing how these things all fit together. And it is just, it's so much for, so, it's almost too much for a nerd to handle. <laughs> and then also, uh, before I get out of here, it's October 4th. That's the day that I am recording this episode. And we got 11 days to Star Trek Discovery. I've been doing an awful lot of uh, Star Trek Discovery content on my YouTube channel. So I invite everyone to go over to YouTube and subscribe to After the Snap on YouTube, look up the channel, 
Um, right now I'm sitting at something like 37 subscribers and I'd like to get that to 100 by the end of the year. If you can help me by going over to After the Snap and subscribing to the channel and listening to a couple of those videos. I'm also, I've got this side tangent that I go on with these conspiracy theories that are brought up by Trump and Trump supporters. Now, if you are feeling some type of way where uh, you don't want to hear me poke fun at some of the things our president says and does, those two videos won't be for you. But if your skin is a little bit thicker and you want to see what some of the stuff that's going on uh, in the, the magosphere, just look at those two videos. But other than that, if you're into Star Trek Discovery, I will be covering a lot more Star Trek Discovery. I'm going to also be trying to cover the stand over there on my YouTube channel. So do me the favor, go over there, subscribe to the channel and watch and like on a couple of videos and help me grow. Other than that, I don't have much else. I appreciate everybody for listening today. Do me uh, another big favor and rate and review this podcast on uh, Apple iTunes or wherever your podcast is served. And join me here again next Sunday as we discuss whatever is big news in the nerd sphere. And, um, you know, one of the big news things is going to be the end of The Boys. Uh, another one may be the end of Star Trek Lower Decks. There's a lot going on in, uh, in my world, which is the world of sci-fi, sci-fi, superhero, and fantasy TV and movies. So, hopefully you guys enjoyed this. I will catch you all next week. And until then, catch you on the flip. Peace.